Welcome to another episode of RTAF Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Norris. Thank you for being here once again. In this episode, we have my good friend, Emily Kell, as a guest. Emily and I discuss some things, which include having a sense of humor in tough times, finding, potentially finding a new sense of purpose. And I'm very self-conscious about this part of the talk because I know we say it in the talk too, but I don't want people to think that uh, we, either of us are ungrateful for the creative artistic lifestyle that we get to live, basically being supported by other creative like-minded folks. But we wonder, you know, if maybe we shouldn't be just like mushroom farmers or uh, fighting fires somewhere. So we're trying to renew our sense of purpose with art and we get in deep on that. We also talk about uh, social media a little bit, the art versus the artist, and uh, I think this is a really good conversation. We both are very open and vulnerable in this one, and I hope you all enjoy it. And this week, we've got a new patron. 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 Tom Pink. Shouts to you, good sir. You can find Tom on Instagram at Tom, spelled with a zero, underscore pink. I'll link that in the description below. And of course, dear friends, come in close. Come in real close. Papa's got a secret. It's not really a secret because I say it every week. If you want to support this podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. You'll find video there. You'll find shout outs like I just did, guest suggestions, and merch. I'm thinking that as time goes on, I will update and upgrade the Patreon. And I'm just saying that to hold myself accountable too, because it's something I've been thinking about. And I want to offer maybe a little more or offer it in a different way. So I'm always thinking on these things and it's good to talk about them so that I hold myself accountable. So that address again is patreon.com slash podcast. If you want to support, uh, we got $4, $8, $16 tiers per month available to you. Helps me keep it going, baby. Anyway, this has been a long intro. Thanks for sticking around. Let's jump right into it. Here's Emily Kell. Emily Kell. Emily Kell. Hey, Emily. <laughs> thanks for coming down. Yeah, thanks for having me. How have you been? I've been okay. It's been a weird, smoky week. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been feeling that. Mm-hmm. My parents are in town. Yep. And it's like the worst week they could be in town for like seeing the mountains and stuff like that. You can't even see the blue of the sky at all. No, I know. Yeah. It's all like kind of gray and hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what have you been up to? Um, like this week or just like in, in general. Okay. So, okay. By the way, I should mention we haven't, you haven't been on the podcast in like over two years. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Well, okay. You were, you were on the one when John left briefly. A little bit. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that doesn't count. We need I agree. Yeah. a one-on-one. That's what we need. Yeah. That's why we're here. Emily Kell, <laughs> the interview. <laughs> Right? Yeah. <laughs> the sequel. The sequel. Emily Kell, too. 
Cool. We just did Molly Gardner's uh, sequel. I haven't listened yet. And you guys share a birthday. We do. And our birthday is also Frida Kahlo's birthday. What? And Fiddy Sen's birthday. Fiddy. Yep. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Is he your favorite rapper? <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe in middle school he was, but I'm not sure if right. we still have that same connection. What's the one song? It's um, Go Shody. It's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. That song is. It's good. It's a classic. Up. Yeah. Holds up. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so what have you been up to? I know like this weather has got to be affecting you a little bit. Yeah, I guess. um. <clears throat> It's been weird times, mm-hmm. like just more internal times for me. I've been kind of like taking a, a rigorous self inventory of like what I'm what I'm doing and where I'm going, and like uh, really like trying to rekindle a sense of purpose and figure out how my art relates to that yeah and so it's been like a real like intense inward time and like awkward and heavy but also though like I'm finding a levity in that and it's made me like more goofy and silly like there's something about that duality where it's like a couple years ago um I was not as far into this process of like I don't know what to call it, but just this like self-renewal. Yeah. Yeah. Healing like, um, as I am now, but Mm -hmm. I also like was not laughing my ass off (laughs) as much as I am now. So that's good. That's a good sign. I think sense of humor can, I mean, it makes so much of a difference. It's very important. It's like every time I, I get, uh, really like inward and just, you know, my, my mind is like an ingrown toenail and I'm like feeling depressed or something. (laughs) You like that imagery? It's good. See that in itself is funny, right? (laughs) If you can just laugh at like yourself being dumb. Definitely. Or like. That is the source of most of my laughter. Right. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Especially like. I'm I'm not saying, yeah, of course I'm saying I agree with you because I I know from my own experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know. Um, that's like the healing process is like going into these like dark spaces and then being like, Oh my gosh. Like if, if I zoom out a little bit, like this is not that serious yeah. and it's important and relevant to, you know, my life story unfolding, but it's, I'm also being very silly and cancerian. Yeah. That's and good. Emo, yeah. And emo? <laughs> Sometimes. Do you, do you like brush your hair to the side? Yeah, like, yeah. Do that all the time? <laughs> the head flip? Absolutely. Shop at Hot Topic? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. yeah Never stopped. a good store. Never stopped. <laughs> Quality um, threads. But so you've been going through kind of like, um, I don't know what to call it. I don't want to like, step on your toes, but like, like a kind of like a health battle health crisis crisis yeah. okay i was gonna say crisis yeah. but <laughs> yeah. i felt like that may have been too it's strong a of a yeah. word no it's it's a thing and yeah and i think that's like really affected my art and that like it's it's more challenging to like 
feel like what I'm making is super important Mm -hmm. when it's like I don't have like my foundational stuff completely covered. Right. Um, But there is something beautiful in that um, like it pushed me into like a, a deeper awareness of like suffering. And it's been this whole process where I'm like, yeah, rediscovering or like recreating my purpose. And I'm like, okay, I definitely feel like I live for human connection and it's not that I want to not do the art thing anymore, but how can I like integrate that deep knowing that like somehow my life purpose has to do with human connection and like hopefully bringing other people joy into like what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I've been thinking about that a lot too, actually. Like maybe it's because I feel like I should be more successful. I'm going to be real vulnerable here. Okay. Um, but like, I don't know, like if I should just get like a, a job me that's neither. meaningful, yeah. yeah. you know, like you were talking about, um, your new job. We don't, <laughs> wait, you know, it's not real. I know, I know, okay. it's not, <laughs> I know it's not real. Um, I did have to look that up though. I was like, what is nitro? You didn't, you didn't, I didn't like... know what it was. And then I looked it up and then you sent me the gif and I was like, okay, got it. Yeah. I, you didn't give like a really thorough response. I was like, maybe he thinks I'm really working like the stripper day shift and like that's human connection though it is and there's nothing wrong with it i have I know. some stripper friends who are amazing people yes. and i love dancing naked so i completely get it right right yeah <laughs> but you know like i don't i don't know what i I'm don't know to be either doing. people seem to, to to say that this is uh meaningful to them like I know. these conversations but yeah. it's also like i'm kind of like struggling with it i guess i understand yeah yeah same here i feel that um where it's like i do still get reflections that like my artwork is meaningful but i i just like sense that there's like something that i meant to be doing um that would like I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It's it's hard for me to talk about this without like I don't want to I don't want to sound like self-important or like Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like right. I just feel like I get the most joy um when I make a painting of someone and it makes them feel really seen. Yeah. Like then I'm like I'm living my purpose. Right. And it all And you've the, done that a bunch. Yeah, and those are the moments when I'm like this is what I meant to do. Um, and then I also had some of that when I was like facilitating moon circles Mm -hmm. where it's just like, I feel like I, um, fall into this like caretaker space holder, like ritual maker role in Mm -hmm. a way that's so comfortable and feels super fulfilling. So, um, but I also love painting and I love, um, just like dreaming and creativity. So I guess I'm just like at a, a liminal space. I'm just like, how do I bring these elements together? And after everything I've been through with my health and then like, you know, like minor mental health crisis and then like COVID, it just like, it shifted my perspective so much that I'm just like opening up to new ways of being and i feel like curious i feel like a 
like a newborn babe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think COVID, the effects of it for me are now becoming like more and more clear. Yeah. And I think that, and I wonder, I'm, I'm more saying this not to just talk about myself, but I wonder if other people are feeling the same way where um, the whole time during the thick of it or whatever, I was just like, this is pretty cool. Like I, really? you know, like, because like, um, not cool. Like, I'm sorry. I don't no, want to no, sound No, 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 no. It's okay. I know you didn't mean like the death part. <laughs> you meant like, you meant like the staying at home. The staying part. at home part, like more people were buying art. Yeah. Um, I, you know, there were a lot of, sometimes I get, uh, uh, anxious in social situations. <laughs> yeah. I don't too. know if anyone else out there feels that way. <laughs> um, too. And so, like, there were less events and stuff, and, and but I feel like all the heartache and all the the tragedy of it is is kind of now like catching up to me. Yeah. And I wonder if like a lot of other, um, I mean, people out there are feeling the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Because I think I was just sort of like putting my head down and being like, everything's going to be okay. That is a coping mechanism yep. that sometimes works for a certain amount of time. It worked for <laughs> a year. Yeah. For me. Yeah. It was great. And yeah. then now I'm like, Oh, what's things are opening back up and yeah. you know, new normal. I don't think that is real. Like yeah. what is normal anyway? Right. Right. Yeah. I feel like the low level background, um, global community panic like all the time really yeah it's like i feel so sensitive to that and just do you watch the news i don't i I feel embarrassed like saying that because i know like i should watch the news but like i do get news i have alternative news sources (laughs) and i just um breitbart (laughs) i totally know what that is okay anyway sorry that was a joke (laughs) it's like an alt-right oh okay Okay. i was like am i supposed to know that um uh yeah no i just like feel too spongy and absorbent and was like dealing with my own sort of crisis Mm -hmm. so i was just in the past couple years like i kind of just need to like stay at home and cocoon yeah and protect my nervous system and now i'm realizing that like i need some exposure to what's really going on so that i can build a stronger nervous system right yeah but i think um i'm still not to the point where like i want to watch the news every day yeah i think hmm i don't know if i have a fully articulated uh take on this but like Cause there's two sides. Like you don't want to like camp out in the news. Right. Because all it is, is like bad shit happening. Right. Right. And like, you know, we were talking about, uh, parents earlier Mm -hmm. and like my parents are like, well, I heard on the news. It can become an addiction all the time. And I'm like, I didn't hear that. Yeah. And like, it doesn't seem important. Like, you know, like when is the smoke going to leave? I don't know. Whenever it leaves, can they even predict that? I don't know. <laughs> my my parents seem to think so. My I, mom especially seems to think. Well, so. Well, I hope it leaves soon. But yeah. the thing I came to was like, I feel like we're built, like we're evolved to, like you know, be able to deal with like 
a certain amount of turmoil in our actual lives and like in the communities we interact with. Mm -hmm. And for me, like knowing about the worst thing that's happening everywhere all the time, um, like I just couldn't handle it. It's a little I, much. I also like I don't want to romanticize ignorance. Like I right. I understand that perspective too. Sure. And I know that like there's some people right now that are like, ew, like they don't watch the news. Yeah. But like <laughs> Well yeah, it's I can't handle it. Because yeah, the flip side <laughs> of it is like you wanna keep up with the changes that are happening in the world. Yeah. So that you don't get left behind and have like dumb opinions in ten yeah. or twenty years. And so you can like be a helper person and yeah. not like whatever the opposite of that is yeah Yeah. not just like a hermit yeah or whatever yeah or like someone who is stuck in like an old mindset Mm -hmm. you know and isn't helping yeah but i I wonder yeah i still wonder if like art is what i'm supposed to do in my life even though i've been doing it for 10 years yeah here's a collab that we worked on together with randall and morgan and john yeah and it's really great and i love it i love it so much but i i also wonder like is this is this it like i want to i do want to help more and i don't yeah know how but i watched that um fantastic fungi 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 documentary um have you seen it no it's really great and you know mushrooms saving the world is basically like the tagline of it not just yeah. magic mushrooms not just psilocybin mm-hmm. but all kinds of mushrooms have been shown to like have like uh, immune boosting boosting effects and, and just like nerve like helping with nerves yeah i actually like got a piece of glass through a nerve in my foot oh, a few fuck. like in 2018 and it completely <laughs> repaired itself cuz i was just like using lion's mane yeah. like yeah, twice yeah. a day and it's like i mean it got torn and was just like going off all the time it was super painful and, and it regrew and yeah fine it's now. completely better nice so there you have it folks yeah lion's <laughs> works. Mane. yeah and so like in my family on my dad's side um you know i hope they don't mind me sharing this but as people in my dad's family get older they get the the trimmers Okay. And their minds still work fine. Yeah. But it's like... What and does I, that mean? I, I think that like your nerves are like not connecting right oh. at your extremities, right? And so I just, you know, I'm like, I want to grow that shit. Yeah. And I'm sure I, someone listening right now is thinking like, well, can't you make art and do that? Yes. And the answer is yes. Yeah. But I also, you know, I don't know. I'm just it. whinging like it's it's so bad to hear like you know a white male bitch about like no it's you know okay what I mean? like we're we're friends and I know we're I want to hear about I'm acting like no one's gonna listen to this also. yeah yeah it's just us. it's just us talking <laughs> in a room I know I microphones in front of our faces <laughs> and a camera filming us <laughs> I know I struggle with that too but um yeah everyone is also allowed to discuss their finding their life purpose and Mm -hmm. that process is like a human thing that we all have and i don't think i'd ever abandon like being creative me neither i just don't know what my best fit is because it seems like you know like i don't even know how to like position myself in the current you know movement that we have here in denver same yeah yeah and i make like I don't know. I, I've been feeling the same thing, like 
super grateful to have this as a career and like wow right amazed I wanna, that people i want to second that yeah because thank you yeah, yeah. like wow i'm amazed that people buy any of my art yeah and like i'm super grateful for it <laughs> yeah and, same here and i also want to make better art and just keep that going but i yeah some of it seems like oh okay i made a painting that yeah, like we both, many people we're see. both kind of languishing a little bit yeah. and we both want to like get back to that like purpose filled place right. and it's something I've been thinking about and um, how it maybe, maybe isn't even an external change like it could be, but it could be more of like, I don't know, for me, um, can I, can I cuss? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yes. yes. Um, Can I cuss? (laughs) Social media is like such a okay. Um, it's such a mind fuck, and so I feel like actually my relationship with art could shift. Um, some just if I shifted my relationship with social media, Mm -hmm. and also it's like knowing like learning about like brain science is helping me on this path because I'm like okay. I feel that I'm anxiously wired. I notice um, that my brain likes to pick out like the negative stuff. Right. And what I'm what I'm talking about wanting and what I feel like really drawn towards is human connection and like creating a certain heart quality mm-hmm. um, to share between people. Yeah. And like most of my art is like portraits of people that I know. So that is something that's happening on some level. And it's just like, is there what what lens am I looking through? You know, like, is there part of me that's just like feeling unsatisfied or is it like my personal life? You know, I've been a hermit living alone on a mountain. So I feel like maybe if I was doing the same work, but I like had a boo-boo to like love up full time, I would feel like really fulfilled, you know? I just don't know. There's just so many things for me to explore before I go like, okay, I'm going to radically do something different. Because part of me in the past couple of years has been like, I'm going to be a mango farmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? (laughs) That's what, after watching that documentary, I was like, I'm going to farm mushrooms now. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. found my purpose. And we can do combo things. And like, it's hard to talk about because I don't want people to think that like, I don't love and appreciate the support that I've gotten. We're just thinking out loud. Yep. We're just thinking out loud. And I just want to find more ways to, to use like ritual and connection through art. Um, Cause that is like what I live for. Yeah. Yeah. I just, the thing keeps coming up of like, is this actually helping or am I doing it for me? Yeah, exactly. That's what I want it to, to, to be like, obviously for me, but also like, I want it to help. I want it to help people. Totally. And, um, you know, there's people on the front line of COVID and there's people fighting the fires in California right now. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, and then I'm like over here making an acrylic painting. Yeah, Yeah, same. Yeah, exactly. It just shifted everything. And I think like sometimes, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts and like read Mm -hmm. a lot of books and sometimes people like 
uh, put words to something I've been feeling and it's so helpful. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I can create that moment for someone in a painting where they're like, oh, you put an image to this thing I was feeling, then I would feel like on the right path, you know? Right. And And I'm sure that happens. Sure. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it just feels so self-indulgent. It does. I feel like, oh, I'm an art. I'm an artist. Absolutely. And it's so like. I live in such a little bubble of like, you know, I'm at home painting I'm, or I'm at the doctor or mm. I'm, you know, putting my packages together and it's actually like pretty limited on the mm. human connection and I sometimes like get a little lost in like, is this a narcissistic endeavor? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, just making my dreams into like paintings and and I just hope that I'm able to like increasingly make more and more art that feels relatable and like mm-hmm. meaningful to other people. Cause yeah. that's like what it's about. Like we wouldn't exactly. paint if we were like the only person on the planet, we probably wouldn't, you know, no. it's for other people. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it brings to mind this Bo Burnham song. Did you watch that? You did, yeah. Like, the one where he's like, Healing the world with <laughs> yeah. comedy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. that. he like nailed it. <laughs> he did, For yeah. anyone who's creative and hasn't seen that, yeah. it's called Inside. It's on Netflix. You can also listen to all the songs on Spotify. And um, so I just think it's a, a genius work of art. My favorite was like, can anyone, anywhere, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> that brings us to our next topic that you touched on, uh, social media. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you get caught up in comparison on social media? Because I think Absolutely. that this is part of the, like, I don't know, thing that is is maybe bothering me a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and I know, like, I, I should probably even follow my own advice. I'm sure I've said this before, but, like, you can't compare yourself to others. Yeah. We all know that and we all do it anyways. It's like, it's human nature and it does help. I find like the more I like talk about these like shadow parts of myself that are expressing, like it feels a lot better than, you know, denying that like I spend too much time on Instagram and it's unhealthy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I, I follow a lot of artists who are so technical mm-hmm. and um, I really get caught up in that. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do that. Right. But then I think what really um, elicits that like heart quality that I was talking about yeah. wanting to create um, for me is like, I really love like artwork that, um, channels emotion and I even love like some folk art that's like technically not not great right but yeah. it's like just pure dreams onto canvas and I like seeing that like someone really enjoyed themselves and they they did it with love and they didn't overthink it and they were creative in their translation of like their thought onto the canvas because yeah. Maybe they didn't have the technical skill to like make it a certain way. So they were just like playing. That's so awesome. I admire that. I admire that so much because I get, you know, I overanalyze, I think a little bit too much. And, and then I see like David Cho, 
like just his time lapses on his canvases are just like he'll draw like you know a fifth grade penis yeah on, you know like <laughs> yeah. a penis that you would draw on your margins yeah. in fifth grade and then with like an airbrush and then or paint like over that it. we still draw yeah yeah as, that we yeah. still draw and send to each other's mailboxes yes. as <laughs> um and i'm like oh that's so freeing and that's kind of what i've been trying to do yeah lately and then of course from there i'm like all right but what's it gonna be and right start scratching my chin yeah um I- you know I got yeah. into that a little bit, that like freedom, because a couple years back, I think like probably like a year before our first podcast together, mm-hmm. um, my chronic pain was so bad that I like couldn't even really lift a brush, couldn't really paint for mm. months. And so my therapist at the time was like, can you like make some messy art that doesn't need like refined muscle movements and just that's just about like how it feels or like as a a somatic release. Mm -hmm. And I'm really interested in that idea. And then I did go to one art therapy class and I was like too sick to like enroll in a graduate program, but I'm still like thinking about becoming an art therapist. But what I got from it was like, this practice of making art that wasn't for anyone else, just like privately as sort of like release ritual. And that feels like, I don't know, like equally important. Yeah. 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 Yeah, That's the thing. When I was like experimenting a couple of weeks ago or last week, everything's been put on hold since my parents have been in town. Yeah. um, Art wise, but um, I would do something and then I would, started like judging it mm-hmm. you know and that's like maybe not the point of art like but that, it's also right? what makes artists great right is when we have that critical eye right. and we're like this could get so much better in this area of course yeah it's just like a balancing act and then like untethering our personal value from like things like how technically skilled we are at painting right is something that's important i know difficult very difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I try and stay, you know, I try and keep social media at arm's length, but then like I find myself scrolling and like, just, I'm going to be real honest. Like, just like, I'm like, why am I not successful or whatever? But I'm compare. I'm the only right. reason I'm saying that is because I'm comparing to, to the to other top, people yeah, yeah, yeah or like whoever you see as the top right. yeah of course and exactly. it's always like the line is always moving mm-hmm. and yeah yeah i think back to like if i could see the paintings i'm making now if i could see that when i was like 16 i'd right. be like oh my god you know yeah. um yeah so I don't know. Of course, you always want to grow as an artist. Mm-hmm. But if we can get back to like comparing with ourselves and our exactly. own personal growth and like also like for me, it's like my actual personal growth as well as my artistic personal growth. Like those things are the the actual personal growth is more important to me than Absolutely, like being yeah. a good artist. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's all always like a marker that I'm using of like you're doing good like yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully do you, do you think someone's like personal like inner growth and like developing a like you know things like empathy and and just like developing your psyche do you think that can like 
trend do you think it does translate into good artwork i think it can um i think people can make amazing artwork from dark places Mm -hmm. people can become so um wrapped up in in their 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 art can become so reflective of how they view their self-worth right that it can like push them from this deprecate self-deprecating place to make amazing art yeah so i that's just to say i don't think they're necessarily correlated like i think someone can be like totally repressing a lot of dark shit and making amazing paintings or the opposite can be true and you know yeah you can be a great person yeah like i think of autumn sky morrison she's i've taken yeah Yeah. i've taken (laughs) workshops from her oh hi dougie (laughs) and she has it's like her um spirituality is so hand in hand with her artwork yeah 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 and she's really merged her self-practice and her art practice. Yeah. One second. Okay. So, yeah, um, we were talking about, yeah, if, like, someone's art matches their own inner growth. Yeah. Or personal growth. Where do you, how do you think about, like, the whole art versus the artist, like, separating the art from the artist um, thing when it comes to, like, I don't know, Michael Jackson or yeah. Woody Allen yeah. or like um, people I like that. I don't know. Like I, it's one of those things where, um, so one of my favorite practices of like, as like something I've started doing as I'm like developing my inner world mm-hmm. is like getting really into being like, I don't know. Or like, I would need to explore that more yeah. before I have a strong opinion on that. And I do feel that way where it's like, yeah, I, jury's out i'm not sure yeah because you can also just copy paste onto every situation yeah yeah and like definitely sometimes a michael jackson song comes on and i am like moving and grooving yeah um so yeah i need to explore that more i'm not sure i think if it was a current thing where it's like you are currently supporting someone who has done this thing then that feels a little different too than like if the person's dead or yeah yeah that's kind of where i draw the line i guess yeah like i uh we watched this woody allen documentary mm-hmm. and fucked up by the way yeah don't watch it if you're super sensitive okay but uh <laughs> that's you yeah <laughs> um but yeah i mean like I never really got into any of his movies. Me neither. I don't think I've ever, I've seen like maybe one of his movies. Yeah. I don't know that I even have. Pretty okay, I guess. Yeah. And so it was easy for me to be like, nah, fuck that guy. Yeah. But if it's like someone whose work means a lot to you, like what happened with all like the base heads last year and Base Nectar, like that must've been really heartbreaking for a lot of people. Sure. Um, I haven't, I, I haven't had any like, true idols fall like that yeah Yeah, yeah. like i have a lot of artists that i love and admire but no one where it's like i would get their name tattooed on my body or something like that. i don't think i yeah that yeah so i don't feel as vulnerable to that kind of that particular heartbreak yeah. yeah yeah it's like someone's work can mean a lot to me but like yeah i don't know i also like i i am just like uh 
emotionally oriented person. Mm -hmm. And so like, as I'm growing, I think like the way someone like the ethics and energy that someone embodies feels like the most important to me, even over like someone making. Yeah. Yeah. I love art and like cherish it but in my personal life like i'm looking for um connections with you know really really good people nice yeah 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 i think i think that that's that's what's up really yeah i uh i i've changed my opinion on that okay the art versus artist thing yeah i'm like well i guess it depends on what they did or like yeah but the, if they're still alive and still making money. And if you're money, supporting them by, yeah. yeah. It's, like, you know, Bass Nectar's never going to be Bass Nectar. Right. Again. And that seems. And they're like coming at him like with the law. Yeah. Which is like. Great. great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I like, wouldn't feel comfortable like if someone um, had done some like evil sex crime. I wouldn't want to like go to their show like sure. that. That wouldn't feel right. Good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So I wanted to ask you about, we've had this conversation before, um, off mic, as we say in the biz, um, <laughs> about like, so you went through, you've been, you're still going through like, a, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, but no, go ahead. if it's okay to talk about, yeah. but, um, you, like all this, like these health complications you're going through yeah. and you, the, the doctors haven't been able to like totally pinpoint like what that is. I think it's lead. I mean, I think it's lead. That's definitely a huge, part a huge it. part of it. Okay. I got lead in my bod. Yeah. What do you think it's from? Um, So there's no way to know. And like a big part of my like practice right now around like staying sane while I'm going managing symptoms Mm -hmm. is just being like, okay, I might not ever get a super clear diagnosis and I might not ever know like where the lead came from. But I I did for years use like a lead-based white paint. Mm. Um, And then like... I don't want like the alchemist to come after me, but <laughs> I used to be like into spagyrics, which uh, is yeah, like yeah. an alchemical thing. And I know that some people in some of those brews are using lead in the process and it's supposed to be distilled after. But since there's no like third party testing and I was just like imbibing from friends, like yeah, it, that kind of lined up with or like the time frame that I got really sick in. So I have suspicions about like maybe I, someone accidentally gave me some, yeah. something with lead or it could just be like from painting and I don't know, maybe I licked my fingers or something. Yeah. <laughs> something dumb. I'm not sure. <laughs> I've, or, I've definitely like had paint all over my hands. Yeah. Acrylic. Yeah. But like, that doesn't actually matter. I think some people are under just a P, quick PSA. Like some people are under the false idea that like it goes through your skin. That oil yeah. is the only paint that can oh yeah yeah fuck you up yeah yeah if you get it on your hands. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. acrylic certainly can. As sure, well. yeah. Um, but I've definitely like 
eaten food yeah or like smoked a joint yeah, or something yep. and been like oh shit yeah i need to go like wash my hands also like i lived in savannah for 10 years uh-huh. savannah georgia Shouts. and um it they have like a really high um level of lead poisoning like oh, really? really high i think because a lot of the buildings are really old and they have lead paint but it's not like i was like going around peeling paint chips and eating them <laughs> So I just don't know. I've spent a lot of time like agonizing around like, how did this happen? And now I'm just like, okay, I don't know. And like, I actually, I was the one who figured out like, oh, I have, I mean, I don't know if it's technically poisoning, but I I have a lot of lead in my body. And it was like through a ceremony where I just got this like intuition and I saw like, Um, particles in my body Mm -hmm. and then I went to the doctor and was like I think I have heavy metal toxicity and they were like nah and then (laughs) like two years later I was like take my blood and just look and sure enough like the levels of lead were like literally off the chart like higher than the amount that they could they could even read yeah so it was very um uh what's like validating i guess because i was like i feel so weird all the time right and it's like any amount of lead is harmful so it could um it could make sense of all of my symptoms Mm -hmm. um but i just don't know yeah so i wanted to ask you like while you're going through all this have you encountered people who don't get it like and want to lay blame on on like you as a person like it's not yeah um like we had this talk actually yeah, so i just yeah. want you to like yeah, go yeah. in on that yeah like you like basically like if you're sick it's because your vibe is low right <laughs> or you're not able to uh it's like your you're, fault you manifested it right and... because you manifested <laughs> yeah. it because you chose to be born yeah to your parents <laughs> and then like yeah and i think like uh, it's it's like part of like um sort of like the larger alternative community that we're in that like I'm really hoping we can add more nuance to that understanding right because yes like you can absolutely manifest as a part of your spiritual practice right but like the flip side of that should not be that you shame people who are in pain you know like I hate that that has like become a thing right yeah and um i mean it started with i'll just talk about like me doing that right because i was really really big into like the secret i'm like hesitant to talk about this (laughs) and um it basically is like you know what you give your attention to grows right and there is something to that But it's also like it's really important um, that if you're sensing like something's off in your life or in your body that you're able to talk about that. And I think like one of the truths that's missing from a lot of um, that conversation is that like we are manifesting with our subconscious. So you can't just like repress a world of pain and not talk about it verbally and right. think that you're manifesting only good stuff. Like, right. 
I think it's it's more like the first step is absolutely to talk about your pain and what you're going through and be honest about it and seek help and support. And for me, it's like when I started getting sick, I went through a long time of like denial and Mm -hmm. like, okay, and then feeling like it was my fault and then not feeling like I could reach out for like emotional support because you need emotional support when you go through a long-term um chronic pain or chronic illness thing like you need more support than you previously did right and um yeah so I just I was like doing that to myself and it was like a whole process (laughs) sorry my dog (laughs) we're having dog we're having dog adventures it was a whole process of like unlearning that and then like re reforming my understanding of like what the law of attraction means right <laughs> i don't know i was like yeah, yeah dog break real quick <laughs> hey get on the couch, get on the couch. <laughs> hi uh, <laughs> we manifested a puppy yeah oh. <laughs> yeah all right i'm gonna put her out okay. again <laughs> right, come on sorry not at all <laughs> Leave it to I to just yeah. barge in. <laughs> Not again. Not this time. I think my dog did this last time. Alright, that's good enough. <laughs> but yeah, so like nuance into nuance, the whole idea yeah. of like manifestation. I mean, you can also sit around being like, I'm going to make a thousand dollars a day for the rest of the year and if your subconscious doesn't believe that yeah you're not gonna do shit yeah and like like, i think without that understanding of like these are subconscious processes unfolding that affect our actions and that's a big part of how things get attracted or repelled i think it just creates people that are like really worried to talk about their pain and yeah. that causes repression. It just makes it 10 times worse. It's not good. Yeah. 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 I think this, the secret is like, I hate using this word, but problematic <laughs> because it's so basic. Yeah. And so surface level. Yeah. And it, I, oh, I'm sorry. Go no. ahead. <laughs> no, you go. No, you go. <laughs> it, well, it's just like, it's also <laughs> just the way that it was like branded. Yes just bought it bothered me yeah like a lot I loved like it. in hindsight yeah like when i first saw it i was like yeah I, it was in tandem with like starting to meditate and actually changing my life mm-hmm. and i think that that's actually they didn't talk about meditating barely at all in mm-hmm. that if at all i haven't seen it in tw- you know 15 years or whatever yeah but um yeah it, it, they don't go in depth they're not like you need to actually like practice like inner work. Yes, and it doesn't mention like that people are born into different situations of privilege or lack, exactly. and so it's just kind of like. Well, and it was all about money. And, yes, and like finding a lover. Yeah, and, and just that was it. it's just like, 
life is a smorgasbord and like yeah you make it good or bad yeah and it's like that's the end. N- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the end. it's like no yeah and it also like i'm not sure because it's been a while but i'm not sure if the secret itself did this but there were other like related teachings that even like encouraged shaming and even like gave specific examples of like women getting assaulted because they were thinking about that and it was in their field. And that's where I was like, you lost me. Like, yeah. It's like <laughs> this absolutism based on yeah, and these also, like very simply explained things that yeah. don't actually go in depth. And even if, um, even if that's like a, a world that, you know, is, is being built and like is helpful to a lot of people, I think it would be great if it could be kept individual and not, offering teachings that encourage people to sort of shame each other when they're in a dark place. Right. And part of being human is like that shadow work. And the more you repress that, like the worse it's going to get. And I think it just like, I've seen people like basically like shame each other for, for reaching out or for being sick or, you know, and that happened to you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, even especially because, um, and I, I mean, like, I'm the the person who did that to myself the worst, you oh, know? Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, internally, I had really... You had shame around the fact that you, like, that I got let that. yourself yeah. get sick. Yeah. Yeah. It was my fault or whatever. Yeah. But then also, like, not having a, like, the, my journey with chronic illness started in, like, 2016. And I didn't get really any sort of diagnosis other than like fibromyalgia, um, which doesn't mean anything. It just means you're in pain. Mm. Um, And yeah, the only solid stuff I got happened last year. So that was four years without me being able to tell people like, here's why I can't show up right now. Here's what's going on with my body. So I think people... um, bless their hearts like (laughs) just thought like maybe I was faking or you know there's a lot of that and I think it made me stronger and stuff and I'm super grateful grateful I I am but it definitely made me want to like be protective of other people who are in a similar network and just like spread the word that like it is not as simple as like good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like the human mind is naturally like dualistic, right? Yeah. And so like if you take sort of any ideology that isn't explained properly, Mm -hmm. you can just fit that into like good and bad. Yeah. And then like just be like, oh, you are bad because you yeah. uh, cannot heal yourself or whatever. You know? Like it's just robotic. And, yeah. 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 And I love just knowing that like all of our life experiences are unique. Yeah. And so like, I don't have the answer to someone else's, you know, right. it's like all you can really do exactly. is like listen and be there with them. And, um, especially people who like maybe haven't experienced, um, that kind of despair really when you're like sick and in pain all the time. Right. And they're like, you know, have you tried yoga or like, whatever? Right. it's like, I, I, you know, it's, it would be great if we could all practice like a little more like uh perspective and, mm-hmm. and listening and just being like, maybe I don't have the answer to this and I can just be with this person in this. Yeah. And something that I've learned 
I don't know how, how long it's taken or when it started, but like when someone's like coming to you with their problems, a lot of the time they don't want you to start yeah. offering like, well, here's a thing that you can do right. for nine ninety nine a month or, right. you know, whatever it like <laughs> becomes your, it becomes about you pitching something to them yeah. to like, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's it, yeah. So just PSA, like maybe just listen to someone. Totally. Yeah. yeah. And like, you don't, you also don't want to just feed into there if it's, if it turns into more like, just like straight up complaining about nothing. Right. You don't want to feed into that, but you also There's don't want to try and offer solutions yeah. all the time. And I've learned like, um, I think I've been like, I've been a lone wolf you mm. know, mainly right, yeah, for yeah. like since the illness has been going on. So at first I've always been like a really, um, long-term couple person, like always had a live-in partner and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was a big transition, like coming out of that space and like growing in my needs at the same time. Yeah. And so I really learned to like ask permission and check where people are at um, before and, and That's smart. yeah. And just be like, do you have space, um, to hear about <laughs> what happened at the doctor today or yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. is? Um, uh, yeah, I think that's like something like people on each end can learn how to human a little better, um, Definitely. by like getting sort of getting consent and, and like being aware of, um, the give and take and not, not dumping and also like not overly advising. Right. But I don't know. Like sometimes I'll be like, do you want advice if I have something or yeah. 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 Communication. Communication. Getting better communication. Yeah. Just uh, checking in with people. And about, um, can I add something to the manifestation Uh, thing? I just, I saw this sign the other day that was like, um, talking about like, okay, it was like a breath work thing. And it was like, if you have money problems or communication problems, like come do this breath work. And I was just thinking like those um, practices are lovely. Mm -hmm. They're lovely additions. But like really like we need to learn like boundaries, communication and how to like really look at ourselves and be honest about like, what we're doing in our lives and, and you can't just sort of like, um, breath work it away (laughs) or or yoga, yoga, like all that stuff is lovely. Yeah. I love it. And sometimes you do like unlock blocked places in your body and it's like potent magic for sure. But I also think like, um, in the context of this poster, it just struck me because it was basically like, if you have money problems, do breath work. And it's like, no, maybe you need to also though, like look back at your relation, your historical relationship with money, like the way you were raised, like that whole thing. Like, um, the whole, when people talk about scarcity mindset and then blame it on the individual. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I think, throughout it's an human history thing. yeah like we've been mostly having to be like all right we got to store up the food for the winter and yeah like, and like yeah. have that mindset to survive so it's it's more of there's like something a, sensible about it yeah it's yeah. more of like a evolutionary yeah. or genetic uh, epigenetic thing yeah. rather than 
you not being able to right. manifest a million dollars. Totally. And it is like adaptive to a certain ex- yeah, extent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, to get back to the parent thing, like I noticed that in my parents, like, like cat- catastrophizing and like mm-hmm. being worried all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's, I really want to break that cycle, you know? Yeah. And this is also bringing it full circle to like, be uh, us being really honest in the beginning and talking about like is this what we're supposed to what be doing? are we doing yeah 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 what is life and so i'm not trying to catastrophize anything yeah but again yeah just being open and honest about like what my mind does yeah and a good thing i mean this is something i said uh, like on the first episode of this show and there's erica badu right up there but she has a line in one of her songs that says don't believe everything you think and I would even say, don't believe most things that you think, <laughs> because like, yeah. that's just your, it's just like mostly your, your mind, your monkey mind, your ego mind, trying to plan for the future and protect itself. And not all of those things are valid. Some are, you know, right. you need to like go to the grocery yeah. or, um, you know, some people take it to, uh, the extent of like prepping for doomsday. Which I used to kind of make fun of. And now yeah. I'm like, ah, maybe huh? they're yeah. onto something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, just, yeah, I was just. Again, I always, I haven't known one. any of these people in real life, but I always thought like in, in movies and in media of different types, like bunker mm-hmm. people seem quirky and cool. Yeah. Like people that are like, we got our tinfoil hats. We got a bunker. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably like overwhelming in person but it's it's cute like i we can all relate to that on some level well on and on 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 another level like yeah we we still have like thousands of nukes in the world with different people yeah uh having them yeah not to say that like the u.s having nukes isn't a huge problem but like you know north korea anybody like people have nuclear weapons um I do. Yeah, I know Emily I do. has yeah. several, mm-hmm. several warheads. <laughs> uh, climate change, you know, I don't know. Just like meteors, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, like along along that same line of thought, I've been thinking about like, okay, um, I'm getting a little too like wrapped up in like me, 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 like what am I supposed to do? Right. And like how can I zoom out and look at like, uh, like what is happening in the world. And then of course, uh, like I'm not going to be the savior in any capacity, but be like what things are like natural to me Mm -hmm. that like are helpful, you know? And then like, that's the area to move towards. Absolutely. Yeah. And mine isn't like, I don't think I can, really help out with any of the scientific stuff but like you know comfort and like emotional space and yeah creativity yeah Yeah, community and communication yeah that's awesome yeah Yeah. it's it gets a little myopic like being like i'm an artist and my yes yes and and it is it is but it's also like you know i think we all can could benefit from a check every now and then yeah to be like yeah my art's important but so is like yeah you know like growing a garden or like yeah meeting my neighbors or whatever totally i think like some really mundane things are like 
just as profound as like a lot of the stuff that we label profound. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You can be like a total normie and just like have kind communications and make good eye contact. And mm -hmm. it is as impactful as like someone who like is a wizard or whatever, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like there's different ways um, and, and they're all valid. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's awesome. I, um, so I think we'll close it out here. Okay. Because this is, that was just, that put a nice little bow on it. But um, if you, do you have like a, if you could give a message to the world, and I know this is like we just did for an hour. Yeah. But like if you could put that into a sentence, um, what would it be? Oh my gosh. <laughs> can I think about it for like 30 seconds? Yeah. I mean, um, you can, you can get back to me. <laughs> Well, I have like the thought. It's just not like in sentence format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can think of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I just, I keep having these dreams about like village life mm -hmm. and um, like tending to the mundane things in community and like feeling... Um, very nourished in those dreams. Yeah. And I think it's just like signaling to me, um, that connection, the importance of connection is like at an all time high. And yeah. so I don't know. I just want to encourage people to care for each other in the mundane ways and <laughs> maybe not think about it too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. And what's your superpower um, that you would that you have, and then one that you want? A mundane superpower, and then a fake one. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I am really good at um, holding space for people in emotional crisis, mm -hmm. um, and then also, um, ever since I was a kid, I thought. I could definitely fly because I fly in my dreams. Nice. And late, lately it's been happening again where I wake up and I'm like, yes, I have my superpower back. So nice. I think I can, I can fly and I can hold space. Flight was always mine. Yeah. It just seems so fun. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you're ever in trouble, you just take to the yeah. sky. Peace. See ya. <laughs> gonna go fly yeah <laughs> alright well I guess we're gonna fly too okay alright <laughs> thanks everybody for listening thank you Emily thank Seems you nice. thanks so much yeah bye bye thank you again for listening to another episode of RTAF podcast if you are interested in supporting the Patreon that address is patreon.com slash RTAF podcast. And I want to thank all my patrons. You guys keep this engine running. I couldn't do it without you. Go over there and check out the tiers I have available. Includes video, uh, guest suggestions, uh, patron-only posts, and some merchandise. Thank you again for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Do all those little things that help get RTAF into the consciousness 
of more and more people. Shout Thank you.